time I think of that song. What? We'll talk about it on the show. Well, we're on. Oh, fuck. Uh, that's, it really bothers me that, that, that no one can tell me who sings that fucking song. What song? I always feel like somebody's watching yeah. me. Whoever it is, I think he's like cousins with Michael Jackson. I mean, it's just so wild to me because my whole life, I've been like, oh, that Michael Jackson song? But it played like every morning on my way to work. And like it's clearly not him in the verses, you know? I, and I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I know this is about 40 years too late of the pop culture conversation, but... Rockwell, Rockwell, that's right. Yeah, 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 I looked this up last year. It's playing, it's playing, it's playing. I can hear it. Oh, yeah, we don't use headphones anymore, so. Yeah, we'll get this off so I can see my pretty little face. What up? You know what episode this is? Yeah, of course. I don't know how you can do that sit on those pillows. They're so uncomfortable. It's from my posture because I look like a slouch. What do you guys think about my posture? What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I'm Doug. I'm Joel. This is episode 174, if you are keeping track. I guess we're getting up there. We're getting up there. Yeah, now that you're, uh, I mean, if everybody watched the last episode, Joel has been going through. uh, We're covering that again? No, I mean, we're not going, just highlighting, you know, like recapping. So he's right. I broke my leg about three weeks ago. I'm hobbling around. Actually, it's already healed itself. Um, I got divorced. In case you <laughs> missed the last episode, but everything's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. So, uh, anyways, a lot has happened in the past week. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess not. Oh, I guess a lot's happened. Uh, Oppenheimer, Barbenheimer. We're gonna happened. get into Barbenheimer. I know, we're gonna get into we're gonna that get into most certainly. Just so we'll start off from the from the uh, some other stuff from the start. Too, Please stick around towards the end of the episode. We'll actually clip out the Barbenheimer. Yes, yes. Most certainly, but you know, stick around, give us some views, and start off right now. We all please start helping us out, like, subscribing, and sharing if you will. Hey, like, and y'all killed it with the comments last dude, week too. Because six is more than we've ever got. <laughs> yeah, just want to get all this out of the way now. You know, like really appreciate it, and uh, you know, that's thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, actually, everybody was super fucking like receptive to us popping back after months. So I, know, cool, I like, reached out to him. Like, hey, dude, everybody's talking to you in the comments, dude. And you're like, I already been in there. <laughs> I always go back through, man. You'll know it's me if you see George Costanza. I believe my name on there is Joseph. So, yeah, Joel and I just like started the show off like we're, we have to get lights, right? We're getting lights. Guys, guys, when we can't, we've been talking nonstop about what it was going to be like when we came back. And, uh, you know, we've been blowing smoke up y'all's asses since 2019 about <laughs> next week will be better and we're going to get this. But it's we're really doing it now. Like, we're just we're guys. Try that in a small town. We, li- you know? <laughs> we literally said we will not hit record again until we have an until we start editing our videos. Hey, yo. But look, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, we've clipped. We made a clip that counts. Yeah, yeah no, no. We're, we're and good. we had dude. We had his six-year-old son, son, stepson. Yeah, son, stepson, whatever. We had his six-year-old. We had the boy. We had the boy take that sick-ass picture That's of us. Right. By the way, it took a couple tries, and we had to put him on a ledge or a stool, a, ledge. <laughs> a stool. But he got it. No, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, no. So, um, dude, I just wanted to guess say it again. I'm so happy we're back me on. Me too, dude. dude. We're t- me too. And you're I looking great you. with yeah. that rucking fountain. That that's the variant, I believe. Yeah. No, yeah. This is the variant. It has the- a rucking fountain. It's gold and. Um, this one's not rucking. This is brain candy. But no, this one's one. tight though because like it, I don't know if you can tell or not. I maybe um, the gold. Dude, this like is gold and like metallic red. You and got the like uncut gems variant, right? With the gold. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ring is fucking gold. Dude, I just shit. like I just Sick. think it, yeah that gold stuff. Nasty. But anyways, um, today I'm wearing a bucket hat, and I got some new sunglasses with bands on them so I don't lose them. Well, guys, I was wearing this. My first pair of Oakleys. But it fucked up the lighting. Let's see if I can do it anyway. So these Oakleys actually, um, (coughs) I don't know they're polarized or anything, but they are comfortable. They're prisms. Comfortable, fit the head well. Um, Just taking that next step in the life of... uh, being a dad, I guess. I don't know. Or stepdad, whatever. I guess that's what it is. And that's a hat. And I want to give a shout out to, uh, I know, dude, I'm so sorry. This is probably boring as hell. But to uh, Migs from Elite Four, I did a show for him. Stop, motherfucker. I did a show. I did his uh, his version of Hot Ones that he's called Sauced Up. 
and it was brutal. And he gifted me this hat, and that is very cool, and I appreciate it. Thanks, Mix. Go check out Elite Four uh, as soon as possible. Okay, so we have a lot to talk about, Joel. We need those views more, though, so stick around yeah, before stick you around. go watch that shit. <laughs> no, nah, man, we really don't have much to – I mean, we have things to address, but like uh, – Like our, what? Maybe not address. That's, That's so heavy. Dude, that is heavy. It's too heavy. Dude, we enjoy listening to some really sick hardcore. I've talked about it on the show before. Yeah, have you guys like, heard of him, Jason Aldean? Yeah. <laughs> Try that. In a small town, it's okay to be gay. Unless you're gay, then you better hide it away. In a small town, we don't like carjacking or robberies or what? No shit. You fuckers. You fucking bitch. <laughs> Fuck! I heard Jason Aldean gets pegged by that little wife of his. I mean, I just don't understand like how this has all come to... I mean, f- what the fuck am I talking about? Don't we understand how this has all come to be? <laughs> So but, in the 1800s, but I, th- I thought everybody was just really upset that he wrote a, that they're like, this isn't a country song. This is a rock and roll song. God, man, that's really it could be a, it could literally be racist Nickelback. I literally thought that the end of it was going to that song got so me and Joel listened to it on the way back to the apartment or to the studio. Not in an apartment. We're in a studio. This We're in a studio. studio. This is I didn't see it, but I believe you studios. <laughs> well, on the way back to the studio, uh, I was like, fuck it. Let's go. We're listening to it. And I put it on, and it is not his number one hit yet, just so you know. No, well, they, booked, they got it to number one on iTunes only because that's as easy to do as getting a bestseller on the New York Times. It means fuck all. Okay. So uh, I don't have a, we don't have a number one podcast on iTunes or anything. But anyways, so we listened to it, and point. I seriously thought that by the end of the song, it was just going to be like, the N word, just yeah. yeah, F words and N words, and maybe even throw like, an R slur it's like, in there. We don't, we, in a small town, we don't see color, and then like three verses later, yeah. but don't come across here when the sun is down. No, it's it has very strange uh, or uh, very obvious vibes of uh, of just full on mask off. Like he's one step away from just it's not even a dog whistle. It's a fucking megaphone. It's so crazy, dude. And it's a fucking funny thing. And not the funny thing, but the insane thing is, I mean, like, look, the smart thing to do for him in the past would have been to be like, that's that was not my intention with these lyrics or da 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 da. But no, in 2023, they put out the video where he's literally singing in front of where somebody got fucking lynched. What are we doing, America? What are we doing? I didn't even know that Jason Aldean existed. You know what I mean? Until I, so this happened. My, so what I've heard, because I did a little deep digging on him or a little quick digging on him whenever this all stuck, because I don't know who the fuck he is either. Apparently, he was very, like, big. And then during COVID, went full on QAnon, like, psycho fucking crazy. Yeah. And now that's his fan base. Also, I want to point out, he was the one playing on stage during the Vegas shooting. And this motherfucker is out here talking about, check out all these badass guns I have and shit. Now they can't take it away from me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, how that? that that? Try that in a small town. No, he was not. He was. He was the one playing. Jason Aldean was on stage. He was the one playing when it happened. And he said, check this out. Fuck you, Jason Aldean. At the time, he said, at the time, he said, I, uh, he, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I realized that the good guy with a gun is a myth because I had a ton of good guys with guns with me and not a single one of them helped. And now he's just back to can't take my shit away. Whoa, dude, that's insane. What? A, I, did, I would never Dude's have pieced that together, worms, man. Dude, that's fucking wild. Yep. Uh, you know what's even crazier? Huh. Uh, ben Shapiro. Is, oh, I, yeah, let them know, bro. Dude, oh, yeah, so, like, I mean, I have this, like, weird thing that happens to me, you know? You know, like, you watch, like, the internet and, like, reels and, like, I guess TikToks, and they're, like, these, like, did you know this person's related to this person or this person is a cameo in this movie? That shit just happens to me all the time. For and I'm sure. always it to Joel. Doug is like, always letting me know. I'm like, dude, did you know that fucking Gene uh, uh, LaBelle is an extra in fucking Spider-Man? He's like, very cool. And I'm like, I found it. And I'm like, no, it's just a mention. I found that out on my own, on my own wormhole. But with that said. God, I have the worst laugh, guys. I'm sorry. It's I like a mix wormhole. of Seth Rogen and crap. Damn. Uh, I was wormholing about uh, Matilda. Yeah. What's her name? Mara Wilson. Mara Wilson. I don't even know how she came up, but I was like in her Wikipedia and she is cousins with Ben Shapiro. That's crazy, man. That is insane. That's crazy. And you know, uh, Ben Shapiro's sister, I think, did porn for a while. Or, no way. I think, bro. <laughs> I, correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all, allegedly. But, allegedly. But I've thought that was all. That's all I know about her is that, that a lot of people say oh, maybe that's why he's so mad. Ben Sh- we gotta look that up, like right yeah, now. I think it might pull up porn if you do. No, that. I'm gonna just oh, on yeah, your yeah. phone. Ben you Shapiro's know? sister boobs. 
I'm not going to do that. Oh, well. Vin Shapiro. I think her name is... Sister. Meg, maybe? What's her name? Abigail. Abigail's the one! I don't think so. Put the word prawn after it. You know. You can't say that word, I don't think. But say prawn after it. This is the most interactive table. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. God, I'm video. It's... Joel, it's a nude leak. Oh, I didn't know. I've never seen it, but I remember that's all I ever heard about her back in the day was like they use that against him. Sound, well, it sounds was more it like it, on some revenge. The, shit? Well, the way that the, it looks that's like so, it looks. Yeah, it looks like someone did it to like get. Yeah, well, that sucks. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not I clicking on the link or anything. I didn't but know. Like, I was just it's like, yeah, it seems like guys I here. I didn't see it, but I believe we're sorry about Vince Pirro's, uh sister porn comments. Uh we, I mean that shit. Yeah, it's bad. You try that in a small town. Yeah, that, this is in a small town. Actually, you probably could okay. do that in a small town. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. There was a ooh. Never mind. And but here's the <laughs> thing about the small town comment. I'm like uh, the small town. We're song. from a small We're town. We're from a small that town. That shit happens there, bro. Robberies, carjackings. Yeah, it's people like, are definitely gay it's and like, black. You'd be so surprised. Yeah, They're it's everywhere. like uh, everything you said they can't do in a small town. It's like uh, contrary to Jason Aldean's belief, it happens in a small town. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, where is this Jason so, Aldean from? It's so weird to find out that all races are everywhere and are definitely in small towns for, too. For any of those that are just tuning into, I didn't see it, but I believe you. Uh, I'm Doug. This is Joel. Uh, this is Joel. I'm Doug. Uh, we're pretty out there. Pretty weird. Pretty strange. Has some pretty open-minded beliefs. I'm a bleeding heart liberal through and, and through. Fuck <laughs> it. And guess what? <laughs> we're from a small town. Yeah, dude. Not in love, South Texas. I fucking. I, yeah, I get down with some weird prawn. And it's just weird because like when you go there, yes, those there are. That is in the fabric of those communities. Like being like, you know, like. I stand with Jason Aldean posts. Oh, and yeah, show yeah, like yeah. That. for sure, for you know, sure. It's like, yeah, that's there. But there is a huge chunk of not those kind of people. In small towns. And no, let's just let's keep on this fuck Jason Aldean train. You know what small town he's from? Macon, Georgia. Oh, is he really? Which is a city. Macon's a suburb of uh, Atlanta. <laughs> it's a small city? <laughs> what? Well, I mean. I just, look at the population compared to I a real small town. I understand, but like when you get out there, like being somebody that lived there for a little bit, uh, not in Macon, but in Douglasville, but like you can be in the country sure. in those sure. towns pretty quickly. But their country's not like our country. It's not like it's not like freaking pasture country. It's like pine tree country. I love the pine trees. Beautiful. See, do you think maybe all these people just need to get high? Because how can you be racist dude, I, and stoned? I would like to think that's the case, but I... They're just dude, drunk, right? You would not imagine... I mean, you how many conservative, like, borderline right-wing, or even right-wing that do... I don't mean, know. I've smoked with a bunch of libertarians, but they always start getting less libertarian the more they smoke. Like, while they're high, they say really liberal shit. You know? know. Yeah. Dude... I just know that, like, one time I was on the phone with somebody, and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just out checking out nature, man. It's beautiful out. And they're like, you're just doing that because you're high. And I was like, yeah, but, but it's beautiful. I don't do weed, and I like nature. Yeah, what that does that make mean, sense. though? Like, I was just enjoying Yeah, I'm high, but that's not why I'm enjoying oh, nature. Oh, just having a, having a pot of – having a cup of coffee on the front porch enjoying nature? <laughs> you're high. Are you, what are you fucking? Are you on pots? Are you high? How many pots did you smoke? You today? should be in. A, I thought I would think you would want to be in a warehouse, whittling away at uh, oh, shit. some fittings. Look, look, I don't work there anymore, so let's just be very clear. When I was working at the warehouse, I was very high. What warehouse? Amazon. Fuck them. <laughs> everybody was high, bro. I was smoking in the parking lot with my. Nah, I, everybody gets high at Amazon, guys. <laughs> I mean, I would imagine you don't have to go outside to smoke at any of your jobs now. That you can just do weed inside. Oh, like vaping it? Yeah, well, yeah, 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 for sure. But like, or and like I did do it. that. What I did was I would take a bag of Sour Patch Kid uh, edibles and I would just eat like ten of them every hour. I learned about THCA last night. Yeah, fascinating stuff, huh? Yeah, THCA is an acid compound, apparently, and it says it says it's not active until it is heated. That's right. And then once it's heated, what does it become? THC. That's right, baby. So, what did we learn about the 2018 Farm Bill? It's a fucking waste of time. Legalize it, Abbott. You stupid fuck. <laughs> Try that in a small town. They smoke fucking hella weed in Quero. There's like eight fucking vape shops in Quero, and you're telling me it wouldn't absolutely save the Texas economy fucking overnight? There's one next to my dad's church. Yeah. It's literally flanked by a vape store, a McDonald's, a liquor store, a vape store, a pharmacy. Have you mentioned, have you mentioned that you're in a small town right now? 
I'm in Austin. No, I mean, but oh, like, yeah. So I'm actually, I'm actually <laughs> fucking living in a small town right now until September, and it is not what Jason Aldean says it yeah. is, man. I was like, dude, like, I mean, Wimberley's not a good, not a good choice, but like, Wimberley's kind of known for being the hippie haven. Yeah, yeah. And I went into that HB the other day. I'm like, oh my god, this is great. Yeah, it's like it's awesome. This dude, is a small town. I went to Brookshire Brothers in Quera. Delightful. Known for their fried chicken. My dad goes hard on the on the food thing. And their and their pea salad's not too bad either. Ew, pea salad. It's good. Like peas or pee pee. No, like pee. Yeah, Joel, like piss. Pee. Man, in high school they called me the two inch twister. What they call you? <laughs> two inches from the ground, bitch. <laughs> Big old balls. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say Pringles can. I meant tuna can. <laughs> it's fucking rounded. It's like an inch tall. It's just girthy as fuck. From the ground, you dumb bitch. Aw, <laughs> uh, dude. Okay, I want to talk about the Whataburger Digital Kitchen real quick. <laughs> said two inches. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So, the Whataburger, do you want to get that pulled up on here? You have the softer hands. I'll definitely rock the world if what I am do I doing? Pull up, just pull up screen share, and let's type in Whataburger Digital Kitchen. So... Uh, Whataburger has announced that they're opening a digital kitchen in Pflugerville, I believe, or maybe Georgetown. I can't fucking remember. Oh, actually, a plane crashed into a house in Georgetown today. I really hope everybody's okay. It looked not great. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Bitch. Okay. So, there we go. That that one. This one? It's got the pictures and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that sucks. So I hope everybody's okay in that, in that. What? Is this sharing on no. our screen? So I want to talk about <laughs> you can speak. I want to talk about the implications of this. I'm actually not against it though. Presentation or screen? screen? Screen and then tab. So Whataburger is opening this digital kitchen where you Hold will on. Oh, you fucking fuck you. Oh wait, no. We're right here. Yeah, we're we're fine. It's still just loading. <laughs> Sorry. Up. You know what? Okay. There we go. Sorry. So, I just want to make sure that it's um uh X that out. <laughs> like what what is this? Oh, Zodiac watch. That's a beautiful watch. I, I have been window shopping the Zodiac Seawolf. I'm not getting one. Okay, so this is the Whataburger Digital Kitchen. And uh it will be so what what's gonna happen is you're gonna pull up. You're going to go up to one of those kiosks that are all around it. You're going to put in your order. And then apparently inside is AI that makes your food, you know, robotics. Or what they- if there's just like a bunch of like fleshlights in the ads and stuff like that? <laughs> Jesus, how freaking exposing is this? I know, dude. But uh, yeah, so I think it's really interesting because Shit. we've all been to, I think we can Why X the off fuck of it now. We, yeah. Let's just X off of it now. Okay. Um, you just got to delete that tab. That's all you got to do. Joel, I understand how to do this. Hey, uh, just click the X right there. Um, so I, I, we've all been to McDonald's since they put in the order screens in there. And frankly, I do like them. I like them a lot there. You can make so many changes and do so many things with it. And I think that kind of convenience is fun and cool. It's weird to me that, uh, it's, it is inherently weird to think that no one's there and no one's working there. And there's this whole building where like, Try to do that in a small town, it put would, a robot in to it take those work. small town it would people 100% jobs work. They will do it. It's happened at McDonald's. I go to the McDonald's in Cuero now, and there's there's people back there making the food, you know, but, like, no one orders at the counter. You come in, you do all that stuff, and then they just call your ticket. How are they going to do that in a small town? They, Why would they do something like that in a small town, though? And you should see there's, like, so many different races of people working there. Shoot, try that in a small town. No, yeah, but, no, the digital is the way of the future. I'm and into so- it. I want every job to be automated. If we, dude, look, that pushes us so much closer to the Venus Project because if you fucking take everything from everybody, you think people are just going to be like, well, fuck it, I guess the robots win. Fuck no, we're either going to have to get on board with the robots and start building sick-ass autonomous cities where we can just chill and be people and love and learn and embrace <laughs> each other, embrace each other's cultures, and hate goes away and peace comes back and the atomic bomb is a thing of the past, and it's all beautiful. So let them take our fucking jobs. I don't like to work anyway, you know? 
Like, whatever. <laughs> That's a good point. Who the what fuck's is... out here trying to... Oh, I'd love to work forever! What is the Venus Project again? That That's the Jacques... Jacques, uh... Cousteau? No, Jacques... Fuck, I can never remember his damn name when we have to talk about it. Just Jacques Epaki? Search, search Venus Project, and it's a Jacques something. He, it was, I was obsessed with this dude and his absolutely bullshit daydreams back in the day. I still think it's fascinating, dude, but... Well, we always talked about... We talked about in the, the show... We talked about on the shows before this, uh, Venus Project. Joel, I am not about to start reading this, Just dude. Just type Jacques. After Venus Project, so Jacques Fresco. Fresco, thank you. Oh, well, Jacques Fresco. Jacques Fresco. Um, so, anyways, um, I'm assuming this is like the the. I'm assuming the. I'm, I'm assuming the Venus Project is us integrating with AI. Well, the Venus Project is the idea that if everything's automated, uh, then everybody can have the same standard of living because you can build these uh, utopian cities because everyone just. Yeah, no, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I'm 100 percent in. It's so, a fucking pipe dream. But if they're already automating everything, dude, I'm just saying. We know, but we always talked about those mega structures that they're like, like so, the freedom ship and stuff. Uh, maybe, but there's like some mega structures that are like fucking like. Yeah, like full cities and shit. Yeah, yeah they yeah. got that fucking. They've got a plan right now for that floating that cruise ship city. Freedom City? No, no, it's an actual. I think this one might actually happen. Freedom Ship is something that uh, Joe Freddie told me about in 2005, and still hasn't happened. So. Future cities that are that future. Anyway, do could read, you know dude, what I mean? God. Dude, yeah, okay. I'm not much of a reader for those that don't know. He supposedly is a big reader, though. I, I'm not reading out loud. Ten future cities set to be built around the world. Damn. Joe, say something. I'm gonna look for this one. This one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your particular. thing. Uh, Honestly, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I know it's supposed to be a vision of dystopia and like just not great, but I want to live in the world from Blade Runner. <laughs> Flying yeah, cars sad. and neon lights and fog and prostitutes and like its whole thing is fucking lit, honestly. By the way, saying lit kind of reminds me, dude, they're giving me such a hard time in this household for my slang because I've been around so many damn teenagers in early 20s at my last job that now I say things like mid and serving hey, and I let them cook. I don't yeah. <laughs> Let him cook, though, for real, because he's about to eat. Yes, he's cooking. He's about to eat, though. You said, he's cooking. Let him. I said, no, I said, he's, I said, he's really serving. Let him cook. <laughs> Man, I can't find any of this stuff. I went down this wormhole so many long, t- <gasps> so many long time ago. So many long time. What a- Man, it was the fucking candles. <laughs> right. It was the candles last time that brought the extra pizzazz. We ain't going to burn them shit, though. Dude, these motherfuckers are fucking going off that last show. I'm trying to think of more stuff I've tried in a small town that I would not have done in a city. I've done a lot of stuff in a small town that I've never done in a city. It's weird how backwards that song is. Yeah. We glued fucking cardboard wings to the side of the Geo and drove it down a fucking airport. It never happened. It did happen. No, it's crazy it that you think about making that up when that four did, other was, people will back me that we did that. Joel, it was my car, and it's not even a Geo. It wasn't a, a Geo. It's not a Geo? It was a Ford Fiesta. Oh, shit. Well, we tied them fucking... We had them fucking cardboard wings on the side. We did about 95. Started, flew up to the... Flew straight up to the moon. <laughs> we did go out on the runway and drive around like crazy and like just hauling ass. the wings, though. No. Yeah. There's no wings. We had wings on our car that we put with cardboard. Stop smashing this fucking That's table. you. No, it's us. Oh. What? Yeah, maybe put the year? I don't know what year it was. That's what I'm saying. Put old. Yeah, like put like 2003. 2003? Hell no. It was older than that. There you go. There it is. Yep. That it? Yep. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) There was fucking cardboard wings. No, it wasn't. So this is what I drove for a little bit. My grandpa gave me this car. RIP, grandpa. Whatever happened to the Mav? Oh, God. That thing. (laughs) I think seen better days. So this is a Ford. (laughs) This is a Ford. Uh. Fiesta yes. that Joel thinks that we t- that we taped wings to we, we did. did not, but oh I got a fun story. Do you remember when we went to uh, this is similar because it was the Geo and I was thinking the Geo, but we went to Port A one spring break, and uh, there was a uh, we were going fucking crazy. I know like was I there? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was me and you and someone else who's no longer with us and uh, and uh, somebody else and uh, 
there was, remember they were had the trucks and they were going, line them up. And they dug a yes. huge fucking hole in the sand. And then you hear, and you look over and here comes a geo and it goes, boom, and it just falls in the hole. <laughs> and then the person who's no longer with us was like, Ryan, and started shaking it and everybody just rushed it. <laughs> that was a good that. time, man. Yeah, that was fun. Ah, oh, shit. I really fuck with this hat. This hat. You were down there one time. Somebody got freaking unlived down there. Remember that? Yep, sure do. That was crazy. And we were all just right there. I wasn't. I mean, those and you weren't either. Are you talking about when we were walking down the beach and all that shit was happening on the beach while we were walking down it? I thought it was. Yeah, I guess we were there. We were there. We were we were yeah. like there there. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we were there, but I guess we were there there. Yeah, we were there there, bro. We were literally next to. It. Well, I don't. I didn't see shit. I, I didn't see anything either. I just remember. Yeah, I remember people scattering yeah. and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Crazy thing about poor Dave is that, like, if you really think about it, it's kind of a fucking shitty ass little place. But it's God, it's such a blast when you're the right age. One time, me oh. and, one time, me, Jeff, Moffo, and I think Bluey. Maybe not though. Let's just say me, Jeff, and Moffo went up there, and uh, we had no plan of where we were gonna stay or anything. And it got to be like 3 a.m. and we were still just cruising around. Everything's closed. Nobody's out. We were going in parking lots, and I'm slapping the side door, going, "Ladies, anybody want to talk? We just want to talk." Like, we were just being so dumb. And uh, finally, we were like, dude, we're fucking tired, man. And like, we were supposed to do shit the next day. I think Jeff's uh, girlfriend was going to meet us there with all her friends and shit. So we had to be there the next day. So we went and slept in the shark's mouth outside of that store. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's that place called? I can't remember, man. Shark's mouth store. Yeah, that's how everybody calls it. No, yeah. I um, had a lot of good times down there, too, with you and all everybody. Yeah, dude, it's been a fucking blast down there. I think the last time. Oh, man. Remember when we got a Port Royale? We got a hotel room at Port Royale. Yeah. And uh, Doug, Yo, Doug you a, got a hotel yeah, room yeah, at Port Royale. Not even just a hotel, a fucking suite with rooms in that bitch. We had say, separate rooms you, in that motherfucker. You did that. Yup. And Doug's got a fucking Coors Light 24 pack on his head. Like a hat. It was Lodestar. Was it? Yeah, I don't drink Coors. I've never drink Coors Light. You used to drink them banquet ones. You had your phase with those. Yeah, um, but I wouldn't then. No, you're right. It wasn't. That's probably it. Was, it was like I Lone Star like Lie or oh, maybe Natty. it was Natty. Yeah, bro. Natty or yeah. Yeah. Or Keystone. Or Keystone. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was Keystone. That's yeah, I bet it was Keystone. You boys loved that shit. That was back when I just snorted no dos and Adderall. Dude, there was like a time, <laughs> there was a time where like before Lone Star Light came, like there was like Lone Star Light and Natty, and, but they were like in high school, dude. Like, not that we drank in high school, but Keystone. I didn't uh, drink in high school. Keystone was the fucking go-to beer. I don't even know if they make that anymore. Yeah, I see it all the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. Well, yeah. I, Bitter I, beer face. Remember? No. That was her ad. Bitter beer face. It's not. It does. It's not bitter. It's water. Friends, friend simulator. Remember when you said that's what we were? We are friends. Because everybody just, everybody's just listening to this. It's like, yeah, you're in this conversation. You guys are too. our friends. I have literally had what people that listen to us, listen to us that say they scream at the fucking uh, radio when we're saying shit wrong. Fuck off! If you've got something to Why say, are you doing that. Come on the show and say it, then, pussy. <laughs> Try that in a small podcast. You're so aggressive to like the customers and stuff. It's wild. What do they do for us? The fuck is this? This is like being in an abusive relationship. Now they're gaslighting us going, we don't even really like the show. We just listen to hate on it. Well, fuck. <laughs> I was kind of just gaslighting you. I was kind of just pulling you along. And that's really true. Well, you know. I, uh, dude, wait. You feel this, bad this now? Jack, no, fuck these guys. This jackass has a Coors mirror right behind his head. <laughs> no, I don't fucking drink Coors. I do drink Coors right now. Then. I just pay for badass mirrors I don't really drink much beer logo. anymore. I drink, like, and I really haven't been drinking very much, but, you know, I'm going through one of my breaks or whatever, but, like, I typically drink, you know, booze. Speaking of which. What do you got for us? Jeez. Douglas Christ. Holy fuck, Douglas Christ. <laughs> Tell no, us about it. Take a shot. No. No, I am. I have a two-hour commute today. Go, 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 no, thank you. You see what's happening, guys? Drink, 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 drink. No, no, don't, 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 don't. don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, bro. I literally have a two-hour like drive. I'll say that is for that's strong stuff. And knowing you, you drink the rest of it. This Are you fucking knowing me? The guy who doesn't even drink liquor is gonna grab a random clear bottle and just pound it. 
I would. Look I got the Kanye. one. Guys, Apparently I got leg cramp. Some people, some people talk, say they don't, that this is like has a mixed bag. Joel's stretching his long ass weird leg. Dude, your ass looks insane. No. Uh, and so, uh, you guys from Oaxaca, fresh cane juice. Some people like in the, in the rum agricole world d- don't, it's not, they don't care for this brand. They're just like, uh, they, they don't agree with the process of it. I don't know. We'll I don't break know. it so down. Try- Why don't they agree with it? I'm not exactly sure. Cause I've never actually been to either any of these distilleries, but like apparently at rum agricole, which is fresh cane, uh, juice off of Martinique Island, the moment it's harvested, it's pressed and goes straight to fermentation. Apparently, Paranubis lets it hang out for a little bit longer, but I like it because it's pretty funky. And Paranubis is like one of my favorite bottles ever. And so uh, I recommend it. I love it. I think it makes an amazing daiquiri, especially if you're wanting to get a little wild. Just do two ounces, man. It's freaking strong, though. It's uh, 114 proof, so... Yeah, just a little bit goes a long way. It makes a great tea punch, too, I, I, I think, and that's essentially rum, uh, cane sugar... And lime muddled up, and I put it on ice. But sorry, I dude, I just have to give props to this dude real quick. I bought a, I bought a, an out of print, uh, or not out of print, but like a, a sold out um, boutique version of, of Showgirls a couple of months ago. Sure, and it, it's an amazing fucking set. It was not cheap, and it showed up, and I watched it. And I really enjoyed it. Like I didn't find anything wrong. Well, the dude just messaged me. The dude who sold it to me two months later, and he's like, "Hey, I just found out there's an audio issue on that, so I got you a replacement disc. I'm sending it to the same address." What a cool fucking dude! I I literally forget about shit once I sell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's nice. nice. That's good. Good custy servy. Tell me more about that rum. That was no, not listening. No, no, I have nothing to say. I mean, it's on there. You, you can, you can. <laughs> Dive in some other time. You can die. I think the one, the, dude. You know, here's the thing about you, dude. Like you. Here talk, we go. This should be great. What? He's gonna say that I talk too much on a show that requires me to talk for an no, hour. I, I wasn't gonna say that. You know what? I just don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> you're just on one today. You're not even. I guess you're like caffeinated. I feel great. So this morning I had a <laughs> this morning I had a 12 ounce Red Bull, a 16 ounce coffee, and then a. 16 ounce sugar-free monster i am fucking buzzing bro yeah, i could use a little bit more i'm gonna grab some more coffee yeah dude i'm gonna hit this weed pipe and talk to my friends um because you guys are friends we're friendly we all love each other i'm mean i'm fucking mean i'm fucking i'm sitting on the couch next to this dickhead last night just trying to be a good guest and carry conversations because you fuck you talk way too fucking much i'm like all right so i go back to watch the video and then like an hour later i say something he goes dude you talk so shut up before i fucking kill you and i'm like dude i'm like i'm your best friend bro i'm your brother like hit your house and he hit me and yes. like honestly so i may have said you're talking too much but i didn't hit you he hit me no i didn't that's a lie that's bullshit he hit me <laughs> he didn't hit me he didn't hit me i thought about hitting him though for being such a fucking piece of shit uh fuck barbenheimer who went I fucking went. Douglas did not go. I have not gone yet. I would like to. So we're going to keep it spoiler free as fuck because I want everybody to experience it. I cannot fucking recommend not just either individual movie because I can. And like I'm going to go on a little tangent here. But both movies separately are fucking great, man. I I gave Barbie a 9. I gave Oppie a 10. And like uh, I I get like it's a meme and it's like it is annoying when something just comes out of nowhere and takes over pop culture. And so I totally get like I know some people are already super sick of hearing about it. I'm starting to see some blowback from it on Instagram and shit. People just kind of being like over it. But honestly, theaters needed this so fucking bad. They needed it so fucking bad. It has been a terrible summer for the theaters. Everything's flopped. Fucking Flash. Indiana Jones, Elemental, Dungeons and Dragons. Dude, there have there have been so many big budget flops this fucking summer. Uh, but Dungeon, not sorry to interrupt, but Dungeons and Dragons had like a, it was a good movie. It apparently. was a great movie. I love it. But it had a hundred and twenty million dollar budget, and it made thirty million or something like that. So it's Ouchy. yeah, it's just not great. And uh, and uh, the Flash is now the biggest bomb in film history. It's worse than John Carter. Its official numbers are now worse than John Carter. And maybe that doesn't mean the same thing when we break down the marketing costs and shit. But I think we're going to find out very soon that we were wrong about how much that movie costs. My theory, because listen, Indiana Jones was supposed to only be a $300 million total budget. We're talking filming. Right. We're talking filming and marketing. But it was revealed a couple weeks ago that it was actually 
300 then the marketing budget. So we're talking 450, close to half a billion dollars on the budget and it made fuck all. It is right behind the Flash. It's just an absolute disaster. And the Flash they 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 are lying about the budget. I everyone keeps parroting this 100 million dollar budget which is in fucking possible. They shot that shit for like years, you know what I mean? So many reshoots and shit. And then the marketing, dude, I saw Flash shit fucking everywhere. Are we really going to pretend like they didn't spend at least $100 million on that? I'm assuming that that shit is closer to $350, $400 than what they've said. Even without Homeboy doing all that dumb shit? I really don't know, man. What it? I don't know. I think they fucked up by, I think they fucked up in two, in three ways. One, by not just cutting him out and recasting it when all this shit started. God, it would have made it take way longer, I suppose. But shit, man, it really did end up seeming like it had an effect on it. B, they, they did free preview screenings for weeks leading up to it so all the biggest fans who would have paid and gone to see opening night went weeks in advance and they just kept offering those and offering those how i saw it i just went to a free screening at amc how Uh, i saw it uh and then and then the third thing is that they uh man i really can't understand why the cgi is so bad i i'm not the kind of person who really bitches about that shit too often it is insane it's like watching a fucking ps4 i'm not gonna be one of those dickheads who over exaggerates and says it's like watching a ps2 game but it is very close to watching a ps4 game it's a fucking movie it should not be that and and the craziest shit is this cameo thing at the end i'm sorry i'm about to spoil all the cameos in flash hold on I think you're trying to talk about Barbenheimer. We're going to get into that, but I'm. But Flash pisses me off, and it's gonna it's gonna reiterate why Barbenheimer is so important. We did play, but just to say, Joel and I did download Twisted Metal two on PlayStation five last night, and it was really fun at first Very because like, oh cool, but dude, it was visually oh impossible. It, like it, it was like hurting our brains. Anyways, back to you. Um, but so. Here's the thing. At the end of the movie, there's this multiverse thing or whatever where they, they all these cameos. It's supposed to be this big deal or whatever. But here's the thing. There, there's multiple things wrong with the cameos. The first thing wrong with the cameos is that they have George Reeves as Superman in there. George Reeves killed himself because he was typecast as Superman. We saw Me and you and Cody went and saw a whole movie about that with Ben Affleck, Hollywood Land. Remember that shit? I did not, very- dude, Joel, I have no idea why you do this to me. You always put we, me in shit I was we never did. Me, in. You and Cody went and saw Hollywoodland. You and Cody hated it. And I was like, I guess it was all right. We saw it at Cinemark in Victoria. We definitely did. It was, yeah. It never heard of that movie. Yeah, because it's extremely bad and forgettable. Whatever. Uh, but that was a movie about that. About how that dude was Superman and fucking hated it or whatever. And then he's in the movie as Superman. That's so fucked up. And then Christopher Reeves is in it. Whatever. That's fine. But then... The craziest shit. They have Nick Cage as Superman fighting a mechanical spider, which comes from the original scripts that were being passed around for the Tim Burton Superman movie that was going to star Nick Cage back in the day. Here's the craziest shit that they did. I'm listening. They shot it with Nick Cage. Okay? Uh He was there. And then they overlaid on top of him the worst CGI you have ever seen. It's baffling. So anyway, fuck the Flash. Let's talk Barbenheimer. So it was nuts to me after how shitty the summer has been for movies, to walk into a theater in Victoria, Texas, which is a small a smaller town, uh, on a Thursday at 3 o'clock, dude. A Thursday at 3 o'clock in Victoria, and Barbie was lit up like a fucking Christmas tree, dude. Hundreds of people of all fucking races and genders and ages, all in pink, Everybody in such a good mood. Everybody just taking pictures and waving at each other going, hi, Barbie, to people they didn't know. You know, like, it's just, it was infectious, dude. And then you get in the theater, and the movie starts, and I was excited for it, but I was, like, apprehensive, like, there's no way this is going to pan out for everyone in the theater. But it did. Everyone in the theater just losing their minds, laughing at the right times, clapping at the right times, cheering at the right times, crying at the right times. That movie is special, and I love the fuck out of it. As a... As just a regular old boring straight dude, it was so fucking good. And it was like the conservatives are losing their shit because it makes sort of a joke out of like the idea of patriarchy and shit. And get, get fucked, dude. Get fucked. It's a movie about Barbie. I, was like, I haven't just called you. I mean, I've just seen all these things about people being like it's anti-man or whatever. It's a Barbie and I, movie. And I haven't even seen it yet. And I was like, it's Barbie. It's Barbie. It's like what they, they It's not even that's anti-man. It's that in the movie the and I'm not gonna spoil anything, but in the movie the conceit is that this is Barbie land, not Kingdom. 
You know what I mean? This is the Barbie land, and it's specifically for Barbie to be able to do all these incredible things that she does. Um, what am I doing? This? Is your phone? What about it? Look at that. There's nothing on it. Oh, I have your shit muted. <laughs> what? I have to because I have everyone who texts me often muted because otherwise it goes nuts. Sponsors are back. They are. Okay, shit. All right. Looks like we got a big sponsor. So before I get into Barbenheimer, we're going to take a real a real quick second to talk about AC Me Nuts. If you're like the rest of us that I didn't see it, but I believe you, Network, you know that sleeping is a big part of our daily routine, 12 hours or so to be exact. But what's worse is the sheriff, what's, what is worse is the sheriff beating down your door without a warrant, knowing that his accusations won't hold up in court, but he doesn't care because he just wants to expose you for what you've done to this community. You're a sweaty crotch. I hate that. Now there's no need to worry, thanks to AC Me Nuts. I know you've probably seen these new comforters that keep you cool through the night. Lame! With AC Me Nuts, all you do is hook up a small house from your, from your AC... A small house? I think this dude meant hose. Hook up a small hose from your AC unit to the proprietary hookup in the crotch of your underwear. Proprietary, because we got the patent. <coughs> Try the extension from balls to scalp. Because you need your head to stay cool, too, am I right? AC Me Nuts, chill out in your dreams. Use code MARBLES to get 15% off and tell them I didn't see it, but I believe you sent you. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad we got sponsors again. It's been a long time. That was that. an ad from, like, one of the first episodes. Let's see if I can find an ad for you. Oh, no. No, nah, that's all right. Well, so, okay, so Barbie, great movie. It was really just infectious. I uh, actually, hey, spoiler alert, I'm working on a cover of the Billie Eilish song, What Was I Made For? It's going to be fucking banging. I kill it. I sing it beautifully. You guys are going to love it. Well, cause I said I was going to cover a song, too. Yeah, you said you are going to cover Dishwalla. Uh, no. Yeah. What does it feel like to be a god in a small town? No, I'm probably. I mean, maybe some. Maybe we can do a rework of Jason Aldean's in a small town. I'm fucking pissed because my entire life's plan since I've been in my 30s has to been write to, a, a, va- uh, to write not, a vaguely not so vague <laughs> racist song about being a small thinly town. thinly veiled song about racism. Uh, no, my dream. Dude, you could, we can call Dan G about this. We could talk, call so many people in, uh, that we've made music with about this. I Dan have paired, G? Dan G, our little D. Oh. I've been, I've been parroting this. Little D? I've been parroting this plan since I used to do Adderall. The number one thing I've wanted to cover my whole life was Sheryl Crow, If It Makes You Happy. Good song. Yeah, guess what? Me and, me and the old ex-wife were watching a movie uh, earlier this year. Be- some beautiful scene happens, and guess what? A dude singing it exactly how I'd been planning on singing it for five fucking years. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. You sleep too long, and they'll wake you up with bad news. Like your song's been covered and it wasn't your song to choose. <laughs> Try that in a small town. Bust out noose. Did you make that up? Yeah. Hey, man, that's pretty good. Hey, you I'm are a, pretty clever. I'm a beautiful singer, but I keep it all veiled behind ironic humor and being a real I dick. Keep it veiled behind rose-colored glasses. Yep. Uh, when, I, when I sing bad, oh, man, I'm about to throw somebody under the bus, but I'm not going to name them. You want to hear the funniest shit I've ever heard? Two, it's twofold. So yeah, yeah. we used to record with this dude, and uh, he was a really great guy, and he's also no longer with us, and it was actually pretty tragic, so RIP to him. But uh, we had a Damn. producer back in the day named Bobby, a great fucking dude, and uh, somebody had come into his uh, – and we were, like, very good friends with him, so he would kind of tell us shit that maybe, like, a normal person running the studio wouldn't be telling him about other bands, you know? And uh, he, we went in there one day, and he's like, you guys have to fucking hear who I recorded yesterday. <laughs> and we're like, all right. And it was some dude who apparently just called him like the day before and was like, I'm in a metal band. We're ready to go. We're raring to go. We got vocals. Like, let's go. And he's like, come on in. So they came in, and the dude tells him, uh, hey, man, so just so you know, I'm just going to do all the screaming vocals. And at the end, don't worry, I do my own fade out. <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> we all painted our ringtone for like years. So anyway, that same dude was producing an album for another band with some people we knew. And apparently the vocalist was super off key at, in, in places and kept telling, no, 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 don't worry. I'm doing that on purpose. One time, Joel, I was at that studio and I was uh, in Victoria and I was in the Red Rocket. I had your truck and I was going to get pick you up My, in that San Antonio. Talk- oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was going to pick Joel up in the studio and it. it I was going to pick Joel up in San Antonio. I don't even know why, but I had your truck. Interesting. Well, I, you're like, hey, we come pick you up in my truck, so I have my truck. I'm like, yeah, sure. And then we'll just ride together. Interesting. Wherever. I, I don't do know where we were going. This. 
you don't read the he is legend show is where we were going but we weren't in the red rocket for that right we weren't but anyways so uh it's something like that yeah and so we're in your truck i'm driving i'm by i'm by yourself i'm driving through stockdale and i get pulled over and i happen to call you i'm like dude i'm getting fucking pulled over and you're like uh just so you know, there's a bunch of drugs in my. You're like telling me all the, all the the pills, Adderall and shit. Adderall and shit. Oh, dude, there's a bunch of Adderall and stuff under that seat. Just so you know, I'm like, uh, and it's like right on the window, right? And you're saying that, and I'm like, all right. And that dude, and that cop is just like, is there anything in the car? I'm like, no. And he's just like, all right. And then like he got a call and had to zoom oh, off. Does that ever ha- have? You, has that ever happened to you any other times? Plus in your car. No, I, well, dude. So I got pulled over in Gonzales, of uh, all places, in the Saab. And uh, I had a, a, a fairly nice sob, and I had a, a, a goat head, I think, like a skull, <laughs> you know, that Jeff had gotten cleaned up for me, and he had zip-tied it to the front. It looked sick as fuck, but my registration was out, and uh, I was speeding, and I had an ounce of Bud in the console, and I was flying through Gonzalez, dude. I just an ounce fuck. of Budweiser? Yeah, I was about an ounce of the BL, about that tea beer, for the people with low tea. Uh, I love Bud Light, by the way, guys, just because of what they did. I, I buy it just to pour it out because I don't drink it, but I buy it to support them, and I hope they put more people on their cans. Put me on their fucking can. Uh, I'm all for it. Jason. Uh, Aldine. Mister. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so I get pulled over, and the cop comes up and knocks on the window, and I am very, very high and very on Adderall. And, okay. I, and I'm like... Uh, He's like license and registration, and at the time I did not have a license. Yeah. I don't, you know, but I, I was like, I don't have my license, like the actual license, but I can tell you the number. And I'm like, oh, this is not gonna work. And I tell him the number, and he goes, uh, he goes, cool man, you know why I pulled you over? And I go, oh, is it because of the goat skull? And he goes, what? And he goes and looks and he goes, no, it wasn't because of that. <laughs> and I go, oh, you, it was the registration. He goes, no, you were speeding. And I was like, shit. So he walks away and he comes back and he's like, hey, man, your license comes back as suspended. And I was like, oh, it's not. That's weird. And he was like, oh, all right. I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, uh, and he, my, I'm not going to lie. The inside of my car at the time was not clean. And it wasn't like dirt. It was just like I had a bunch of junk in there. You just know? gross. Yeah, just a bunch of junk, papers and just shit. Just junk. And uh, CDs everywhere and stuff or whatever. And, and he's like, hey, man, you mind if I search your car? And I went, uh, dude, I have stuff to do. This is ridiculous. And he went, all right, man, well, no problem. You have a great day. Didn't even give me a fucking ticket for speeding. I thought, guess what? I just had to get all my license and shit again because apparently since then, I really haven't had a license. I went to get my license, and they're like, dude, you haven't had a license in over five years. (laughs) And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know? And I was like, I said my number, and they're like, yeah. Nah, not for like five years. That's why I had to go. I had to take a driving test in Victoria with some lady. And I was telling her, I was like, dude, I've been driving for 20 years. What the fuck do you want me to do? She's like, take a, a left, take test? a left, take a left, take a left. Here's your license. It was so annoying. It cost me. I had to take defensive driving courses. I had to take a six-hour video course at my parents' house. It was a huge pain in the ass finding out that apparently I hadn't had a license. Damn. Pissed. Well, you got it now. I got it now. And they gave, let me tell you this fucking bullshit. Then we'll get <laughs> it off the license. timer. These motherfuckers, I see the first picture, and it was bad. And I was like, look, guys, can I just do another one? And she was like, oh, fine. And she let me take another one, and it was the only time in my life I got a good driver's license picture. Got the driver's license. Guess what picture they fucking used? What the fuck? I get why they did it. I would have done that, too, to me. (laughs) That's just rude. So anyway, leaving Barbie, I was flying high. I was feeling so good about things. It ends on such a good note. And uh, and uh, I left the theater, and I had I had to write my review for Barbie, eat dinner, and then go directly back to the theater for Oppen. So I just walked back across to the mall, and I Bro, ate. I have no idea what you just fucking said. That's all right. So I went back across the mall, which is in the parking lot, and I ate at Tony Roma's Pizza, or Nikki's Roma, whatever it's Is it still there? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and uh, it was not what I remembered. I'll Bummer. just say that. Uh, so anyway, so I eat, I write my review. I go back to Oppenheimer, and, per- and honestly, this is Thursday. So I'm thinking there was no real, like, indication if Barbenheimer was going to really catch on outside of the Internet, you know? I fucking walk up to Oppie, and what do you know? Fucking tons of people that I was just with at Barbie Full fucking groups of girls in pink. Just, and I'm not, don't get me wrong, this isn't some like, oh, I'm surprised girls like that. But to be very clear, these are two worlds apart, movies-wise. And they are 
it, it, it takes a certain kind of individual to want to backdoor those two things together, you know? But there they were. And everybody just sat quietly through Oppenheimer, which is an amazing movie and Christopher Nolan's best, and just uh, sat there quietly and took it all in. And at the end, the end of Oppenheimer is so fucking heavy. There's uh, an exchange between Oppenheimer and Einstein that ends the movie, and it's devastating. It's just the scariest, just the be- it's just the movie fills you with this existential dread like no other movie that I've seen recently does. And I've seen a lot of people be like, yeah, it's just a bunch of white dudes talking in rooms about bad shit. They're going to do. But it's like, dudes, yeah, that's what. The, yeah, generally, I suppose so. But these happened. dudes changed the course of history forever. We're talking about the dude who made peace non-viable forever. And like there's so much morality to ju- to to grapple with in that. And so much fucking dude, the movie's fantastic and it ended and everybody's just so quiet and just like finally you could tell everybody's just digesting it and then to come and wake up this morning and see that like this is a massive weekend for the box office 380 million between the two of those movies dude and it's like we fucking did it boys barbie and nolan saved cinema dude barbenheimer straight up saved the summer because to be very clear, we were all expecting Barbie and Oppenheimer to do well, but nothing like this. The truth is that we all assumed that Mission Impossible was going to do really well because of Top Gun Maverick last year. Have that Top Gun bump with Tom, you know? Yeah. It is bombing hard as fuck. And I've seen it. It's fantastic, too. But it's bombing bad. Bummer. Yeah, so anyway, this is great. And the theaters needed it. Barbenheimer, 10 out of 10 experience. I want to talk to you guys about it. Comment down below. Did you go see both of them? Did you go see just one of them? If you saw both of them, which one did you like more? What'd you love? What'd you hate? You know, I want to know all that stuff. I love the shit out of them, man. I've got the Barbie soundtrack in my car. I was backdooring Knocked Loose and fucking Barbie all the way up here, dude. Nice. Knocked Loose, I can't stop with either. Big shout out to those dudes. I can't wait for that record. Yeah, they're kicking ass. Definitely kick ass. Tour de France ended yesterday. That was pretty good. Yeah, who won? Uh, Jonas Vinegard. What state? I mean, what country? Denmark. He's a fisherman, or he's a fish packer, uh, young guy. And then uh, the store, the, how I have it, the way he was even found, there's an app called Strava. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's an exercise app. And everybody's looking at it like, there's some dude in Denmark that's like smoking records. Huh. And they're like, go check him out. It's him. And they're like, you want to fucking be on a bicycle racing team? He's like, I love that. He's like, yeah. And now is this his first tour? It's his second. No, it's 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 his uh, third, or fourth. But he's won two tours already. He won last year in uh, Pagacha, who is um, this? He just turned. He's twenty five. So this is last year to be the white jersey holder, which means the best rider uh, up to the age of twenty five. After that, it's different. Anyways, they, they had the best rivalry that I've ever seen, and I've been watching the race for how long now? You know, and so mm-hmm. it's like best rivalry I've ever seen come to fruition, and then. Um, uh, it's comparative to like um, Le Monde and uh, Hanol in the 80s, but even better. Anyways, it was just such an amazing race. You saw a little bit of it. Yeah. But, but dude, it was so freaking great. Um, some legends have left the tour. Uh, first one to be no- noticed leaving the tour is his last tour. Unfortunately, it was a bad crash in stage eight. It was Mark Cavendish. That was really upsetting for me because he's my favorite rider. Where's and I, he from? He's from uh, the Isle of Man. Cool. And he's, and he's from the town of Douglas. He got hurt? Yeah, he got a bat, he got in a crash, broke his collarbone, stage eight. But the thing about his thing, for those that are watching towards fronts, he um, he had the potential to win his thirty fifth stage. So the race, like every day, is considered right, a stage, right. and that would have broken the record of Eddie Merckx, who has thirty four. Now they're tied, and so he broke his. Uh, I mean, he's older too; he's my age, and so he's like. Uh, to sprint with these younger bucks is yeah, like yeah. it's really asking a lot. But I felt like he could have really done it. It's a long, you know, twenty one stages and like and there's some really serious sprinters, or whatever. But even like uh, Wout Van Aert had yeah, had to drop out because his kid was born, and and then uh, Fa- Fabio uh, Jakobsen had to drop out uh, for for injury. And so there's like that if he didn't get injured, he could have. There, yeah, yeah. I guess it presented itself that even with his age and maybe not having the legs to win the sprints against those young bucks, he still could have got created a scenario to yeah. do so to get to 35. Anyways, well, can we can we go back to the beginning of the of the tour though? Because the the last time I was here, we were watching, uh, uh, and one of the dudes had asked, "Can I win this this leg?" And the coach was like, "Nah." What was up with that? Like, so they're I mean, just sort just of depends. picking and choosing who in the group can take it. If like, either he's telling him either either a teammate is like in a position where he's like, 
I can win this stage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I go? And he's asking the coach, can I go for it? And he, if he says no, even if he's in a position where he knows he can't win, he has the legs, he has the positioning, he has the time away from the Peloton or whatever it may be in the breakaway. Um, if a coach says no, it's probably because they have somebody picked out their all arounder, their team leader yeah. that needs to win because if you take the glory of winning, everybody wants the glory of winning the stage on the tour de France. Yeah. And it's, of course, oh, that's like, that's like one of the biggest things to, other than winning the GC or the, like the point. Yes. But it's like, but the team winning as a team is more. way more important. Sort of like NASCAR or like, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, if it's like, if it's like, uh, Pogaccia or, or Vanguard, that Vanguard, his, his name is Vanguard. And if we were to say it, but in Denmark in his dead, they literally interviewed his father and he said, it's Vanguard. Like vinegar. Vinegar. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's really hard to say. <laughs> For sure. Okay. But anyways, try that in a small town. And like in Pogacha, his name is uh P O D C A R. It's Pogacha. Weird. Yeah, he's uh he's a uh, Slavic. But anyways, so these dudes so a coach would be like, you can't do that because say say be like wow, this happened with Wout Van Art and in Jonas mm-hmm. Vinegar, actually. This is a certain scenario that happened last year and was kinda happening this year. Like and Wout won a stage when he wasn't supposed to. And it's like, yo, dude, like, yeah, you got your glory and all that, but you. And, but at what price? But you, you fucked up our chances because you're not eligible. You can't win every single stage. And you're not going to have the yellow jersey at the end of this, no matter what, because you're our sprinter. And we need you to win sprints. Right. And not be a general, a GC general classification. We need that for Jonas. And there are, or uh, they had another teammate. I can't think of the name of his head right now. Um, damn, Primo. Uh, uh, and so, like, uh, it's like for one of those guys, and you fucked it up because you took away time from them. And the GC means whoever has the best time overall. Mm-hmm. And if you're like winning stages, you're obviously getting the best time of that stage. And like, and we're talking about like, like Pagacha and, and uh, Vinegar had like a 10 second time differential f- from being the leaders for a few stages there. So yeah, two or three seconds, it may not seem like a big deal, but it is. Anyways. No, it's a huge deal at any race. Two so or three anyways, seconds is a long anyways, time. Anyways, back to Cavendish. It was really sad to see because I really want to go. But hopefully, they, but the team that he's on, I can't think of the name right now, offered him a spot next year. He'll be 39, but I really hope he takes it because I think it'd be a really cool to see some history being made. Yeah. You know, it's like, what's the expression? Um, uh, Je ne sais Ameri- quoi. Oh, no, dude. It's, it's uh, I actually, I rewatched. Anyways, the race was, race was amazing. And, uh, can't wait till next year. I'm actually going to watch the, uh, I always say, I was saying Vluta, but it's Volta España. No, Volta España. I believe. Vuelta España. I've never watched it, but it's essentially the Tour de France, but for Spain. Oh, sick. It starts in August. It's a three week uh, race. It's a stage race. I am going to watch that one. It's going to be my first time to watch it because now it's on Peacock. So, Peacock. Anyways, Peacock's a great channel, which we were talking about. Our great stream service. But, uh, anyways, um, but I, there's something I thought was really great. I watched this. Uh, I, I watched the uh, Ruben um, Stuttered Gardner uh, versus um, the Russian wrestler. What's his name? Remember uh, Kismet or something like that? Like, you know, it's like the iconic, the big, the big Midwestern boy that won the gold medal wrestling yeah. year, all those years ago. Uh, but anyways, they're like, uh, People wanted to see him win because Americans love underdogs. Yeah, and, like yeah. this, and it was him against the Soviet who's like this no big this looks straight out of a fucking Movie. video game. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah totally. He's like he's like the the Soviets like, but they want everybody the Soviets want him to win because they're like Americans love an underdog, but also the rest of the world loves history. Meaning like they, they want to see the under like Americans want to see the underdog win, but yeah, yeah. the rest of the world want to see the best wrestler of all time concrete thing. right right you know, it's like well, really that's, interesting so that's the same thing with like when you see a so it's the same thing with the in that in the tour de france so, right yeah well, i'll say it's the same thing like in that fight we were watching last week with that dude's last fight you know and like everybody was rooting oh for him robbie to get lawler that, everybody was rooting for him to get that knockout which and he, he got, got it yep he sure did but Boy, like, it was awesome but like i i get it like that would be a situation where even as the other fighter you almost don't want to be the one to like i mean to me, that feels like you got to do it though. You got to be the one to break. If you can break people's hearts and if you can ruin someone's sure, dream, sure, you got to do it because that's the sport. Right, because if you're like, if you like bow out and be like, hey, you know, this is Robbie Lawler's last fight. I'm just gonna, you know, if you like back off the gas, or whatever. If he acts, if he knocks you out, that could be your last fight too. Or yeah. like the race, like you know, with uh, like they sh- like Tivo Pino. It was his last. He's a Frenchman. He um, had the opportunity to almost win his is his last Tour de France. 
and Mar- and, and Peter Sagan's last Tour de France. So Peter Sagan is one of my favorite writers, mm-hmm. and so and Timo Pino, uh, he's a Frenchman, and it's his last stage to do. Um, on his last stage that he would ever ride before Paris, which at one point was 15 miles away from the house that he lives in, and it's and it's and the, the dude the mountains were full of people going nuts for him. It's like he would think that those riders would let Joel just leave the fucking house alone. I feel bad. You do. You would think that the uh, riders you. As a fan, be like, maybe they'll just let off the gas and be and let him right, win right. gracefully. But say, like, yeah, but if you let Tebow win, what about next year? The next, right. like when he's not here, and you're like, you could have won that stage in between, and years, you you yeah. could have won that stage, but you didn't because you're trying to be a, a good sport. And next thing you know, you go the next ten years of your life never winning a stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like in those videos where somebody's racing an important race and one of them falls. I get so mad when the when the other person picks him up. Finish the fucking race. It, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like good teensman. Heartwarming or whatever. Yeah, yeah but... it's like in good good sportsmanship, but it's like, yo, dude, that could potentially be the only time you ever win. But if there is, but there are there are those great lines. It's like, I would, if that person got hurt, I wouldn't have beaten him. I, the only reason I beat him is because he got hurt. Maybe that's the thinking. Maybe that's the, the thing is. It's like, yeah. but if it's like, yo, I can beat you. Yeah. No matter what, and you got hurt, like, yeah, you got to follow through. So did a NASCAR – this is going to be a weird I don't know anything on NASCAR. Did, but did a driver die last week in a crash? I have no idea. Okay, I might have imagined that. If you know about that, leave a comment down below. Guys. Yeah. What a fantastic hour it's been to spend with you all. Thanks for uh, watching. Please click here to subscribe. Click here to watch last week's episode. Yeah, like and comment. We really appreciate it, guys. And uh, we'll talk and to you subscribe. very soon. Subscribe. This, this show is about Joel. Sup, fuckers. <laughs> now we have to do the talking thing. Oh. Oh, Joel.